0: Last fall, I had the opportunity to go to Valley Fair uh, with one of my sisters and her three children. Another sister joined as my mom. Um, And it was a great opportunity to hang out with with Genevieve, who's one of my godchildren. She was a seven at the time, and to hang out with Earl and Elliot as well. But we soon figured out that all that Earl and Elliot wanted to do was, of course, play in the little kid zone. It was also a trick-or-treat time for them, so they wanted as much candy as possible, but me being the good godfather that I am, I forced Genevieve to go on adult rides with me because I'm very selfish that way, but she enjoyed the roller coasters, of course, and now she looks forward to going back uh, to Valley Fair uh, with me. But during that afternoon, I, uh, my sister asked me, she goes, do you want to grab something to eat here? And I said, Anna, uh, no, I, I really am not desiring Valley Fair cuisine today. Maybe something a little better. Plus, I want to go on some more roller coasters. And I just know me eating and roller coasters, probably not the best combination. So I, I mentioned, I said, you know, I think there's a restaurant around here. I've been here one time before. It's called uh, the Muddy Cow. And all of a sudden, Genevieve screams, Muddy Cow? I love Muddy Cow. I said, you've been there before? Now, they live in Shakopee, and that's where it is. And she goes, yeah, I was there last year. I've been there one time. And Uncle Alex... They have the best cheese balls. And I thought, what do you mean the best cheese balls? You go, instead of popcorn, they give you these mini cheese balls, these cheddar balls. They're they're amazing. And I said, you are my goddaughter. I do love cheese balls as as well. And so I said, yeah, maybe we should go there. And my sister Anna said, "Mm, I'm not sure we have time or not. Let Let me think about it. So for the next 30 minutes, pretty much every single minute, Genevieve went to her mom and says, Mom? Yes, Genevieve. Can we please go to the Muddy Cow? Let me think about it. Mom, 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 that's all she did. She was very persistent. Of course, parents, you know all about this, don't you, right? So after 30 minutes, Genevieve once again, and I could see my sister starting to get almost upset. We're supposed to be enjoying Valley Fair, and the whole time, all Genevieve is doing is asking this question, Mom, can we go to the Muddy Cow? So she asked it the 30th time, my sister Anna said, if you ask one more time, there is no way that we are going to the Muddy Cow. She put her foot down. So two minutes later, Genevieve said, Uncle Alex, can we go to the Muddy Cow? (laughs) Of course we can go to the Muddy Cow. I'm your godfather. I'm going to spoil you, and I want some cheese balls as well. I'm not lying. They cleared out all the cheese balls on the little machine there. They, they loved them. As for the food, who cares? We had cheese balls, right? But I, I bring this up because it shows persistence. And children are very, very good at this sometimes. But of course, we hear about persistence as well in the gospel today. We're familiar with the story. We, we've heard this story before. Here is this this friend who has visitors arrive. They arrive at at midnight. They've been traveling all day. They are hungry, but he has no bread. But he knows that his friend does, and so he goes and asks him, "Please, can I please get three loaves of bread?" And we know the response. (laughs) I'm in bed for the night. My whole family is in bed. For me to get up and to get the bread, it's going to wake everyone up. I have to unlock the door, which is a much bigger thing to do back in Jesus' time than it is now. And yet, what does Jesus say? If the friend will not get up because of the friendship, he'll get up because of the persistence. Because you know exactly what that person is doing. They're sitting outside, knocking. And they're not going to stop until the door is opened up. Now it's important to remember by the way what was the beginning of the gospel? It was a disciple coming to Jesus and asking him, "Teacher, teach us how to pray." And sure enough, we kind of have a paraphrased version of the Our Father. But isn't it so unique, and I think so vital that after Jesus is Jesus teaches the Our Father, he gives this story a persistence. And of course, after this story of persistence, he says, and a good father is going to give what their child asks for, and even more. But today, I think what I want to focus on is this being that, that persistence in our prayer. It's a good question we can ask ourselves. Are we persistent in our prayer or not? Do we go to our Heavenly Father every single day, throughout the day? Are we like a child? God, help me. Lord, I need you. Praise God. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Is this part of our daily routine or not? You know, often I'll ask confirmation kids, I say, what does your, your prayer life look like? And they go, oh, Father, I pray every day. And I'm always very impressed when they say that. But I want to know more. So I ask them, what, is that, what does that prayer look like? Oh, me and my family, we pray before we eat every day. Good. What else? Well, before I go to bed, I'll, I'll say a quick Hail Mary. Good. What else? And sometimes, it's just Crickets. So I ask, do you think God wants you to pray a little bit more? Oh, yeah, sure, but I'm I'm, I'm a little busy. I'm I'm too busy to pray more. By the way, if that's our response, because that question has to be us, right? Maybe we're a little uncomfortable now. You're saying, Father, that's my prayer life too. Well, is that being persistent? No. God wants us to be persistent in coming to him. And by the way, if we're too busy to pray, then we're too busy with the wrong stuff. Who's the most important person in our life? God is. And God wants to have a relationship with us. Not only are we called to knock on his door, but he's always knocking on the door of our heart. He's always desiring for us to let him in even more. Why? so that he can help us, so we can experience his love, so we can experience his grace. And a way that we can do this is being persistent in our prayer. And so this week, maybe we should focus on this. Saying this week is gonna be the most prayerful week I've had all year. And I'm gonna dedicate time to prayer. I'm going to put signs up around the house maybe that even say, are you praying, right? Or that says, God help me. And so when we see that, we actually say it. What's a practical way we can do this another way? Can we set aside 15 minutes every single day this week to go to prayer? And once again, if your answer is, Father, I'm too busy, then you have something to pray about right away. What do we need to get out of our life so we can have more time for God? What does that prayer look like, by the way? Easy, easy way to do it. The first half, okay, Lord, this is what I long for. This is what I'm asking for. This is what I, this is what I need. Help me in this way. Of course, he's going to hear us. He's a good father. And the second half is listening to him. Listening to him reveal his will for you. Right? That's part of that prayer. Lord, what is your will for me? Thy will be done, not my will. And he'll reveal this to us. But in order to be persistent in prayer, we actually have to do it. And once again, we're not gonna bother God. This is what he wants, he wants us to have this childlike faith. In him, to go to him constantly, to to, to be persistent and to enter into this relationship. And when we do this, he's going to give us so much. And we know this from personal experience as well. When we spend time with God, when we enter into this prayer, our day, our week, our year, our life will be blessed. That's what prayer is, experiencing God's blessing. So let's be persistent in this and let the Lord reveal himself to us every single day, every single hour, every single moment of our life.